Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest. First, we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. And now let's have a quick word from our sponsors. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to check out their indoor scoring tables and video boards. You've heard me say that we've got a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for signing ceremonies, for pep rallies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and set up a live web demo to see what their products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your sports or to display your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. And check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles and their library of templates. It'll help you recognize your athletes, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. And go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Go to hometownticketing.com and see why they are the trusted leader in digital ticketing. At hometownticketing.com, they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. You'll also... Find out how to set up and sell tickets for things like school dances, your school plays and concerts, even graduation. You can find it all at hometownticketing.com, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to onsnap.com, that's onsnap.com, and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job easier and better. SnapRaise is their fundraising solution. Our coaches have used SnapRaise with great success, and you can too. There's even an option to get your money before you actually start your fundraiser. SnapSpend is their secure money management platform. SnapStore allows you to order custom spirit gear. SnapConnect is their multilingual family engagement platform, and SnapManage will help you create an entire website for your athletic department. You can find it all at onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com. We want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. 
That's Gipper.com. Start creating custom branded content for your school's social media channel. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports, and over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes play better. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. As an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com, and you're going to find tools to help your teams and your athletes play at their highest level. And Huddle will provide a complete professional-grade solution to the challenges that you and your coaches face. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We want to thank Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration. And you'll find that they are a lot more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile apps, They've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for you as an athletic director, final forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com Jake to get started. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to see all the things that Final Forms can do for you. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. At my school's we use surveys for just about everything, for coaches, for teachers, for kids, and for parents. And the information that would come back on these surveys was almost always over-the-top positive, and it'll be the same for you. But surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little bit. And sometimes they'll share a small issue that you can address and keep it from turning into a big issue because you didn't know about it because you hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to find out more. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going back to Ohio, which is our second favorite state right behind Florida. And today's guest is Troy Ferguson. Troy's a certified athletic administrator. and He's the athletic director at National Trail Local Schools in New Paris, Ohio. Troy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. Well, you and I connected recently, and uh, you know I, I thought you'd be a good guest for our listeners, so we appreciate you spending some time with us. For our listeners, we're actually recording this on November 22nd, so you're going to be hearing it in a very timely manner. So, uh, Troy, you always, uh, or we always like to uh, 
let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, uh, maybe take us up through the high school and college years, and then we'll take a quick break and uh, find out about uh, your career. So what's the Troy Ferguson origin story? Uh, it's pretty uneventful, I guess. I, I grew up, actually went to school at National Trail. Um, so back in my alma mater, I played baseball, basketball uh, while I was there in high school. Um, had some good coaches that kind of, um, I guess, uh, guided me into the, the athletics world, um, knowing that, hey, I kind of want to be like those guys one day. Um, it was kind of fun. Um, so I went to played four years of basketball and baseball there. Um, went on to college at the University of Finley. Um, and there was just a student. I did not play any athletics in, in college or anything like that. Um, I actually got involved while I was in college with our assistant basketball coach, who's now the head basketball coach, Charlie Ernst, um, and working on a student section while I was at Finley. Uh, we did not have one while I was there and working with him and a recent grad, um, we kind of got the student oiler club as we called it then. I think it's still there um, going and, and it was kind of an exciting thing, kind of foreshadowed, I guess, to where I am now. Um, but so I went to college uh, as an art educator, went into teaching art in the middle school for 10 years back at National Trail. Um, and I never thought I would end up back back at my home school, but that's that's where job led me and that's where I um, went. So uh, 18 years later, I'm, I'm still there. I became the assistant AD in my second year, um, working with the guy that was my high school baseball coach was the athletic director when I returned. Uh, he talked me into coaching junior high girls basketball, um, which was interesting. I did that for two years before I moved on to being the head varsity coach for 10 years. Um, the whole time I was his assistant AD for 10 years. Um, Mick Dittmer was his name. He was a great guy, great baseball coach. Um, and then I worked with two other athletic directors since then, um, uh, Kevin Alexander and Frank Carr, who were who also great guys, great ADs. Um, and, and working with those three gentlemen, I guess, kind of has gotten me to where I am now. This is my second year as the athletic director at National Trail. But, you know, it's it's new, but it's not new. Being an assistant for 15 years, it's kind of been an easier transition. I won't say it's been easy, but it's been easier. So, um, and that's where I am now. And, and I, you know, I've been fortunate and blessed. So. No, I appreciate you sharing that with us. And uh, we've had a number of ADs that have gone back to work at the school where they went to high school with. Um, I, I still remember my experience, uh, you know, right out of college as a substitute teacher, uh, went back, uh, to my high school as a sub. And, uh, I remember going into the, uh, the faculty room and here's all my old teachers and coaches there. They're looking at me and they're going, you became a teacher. Uh, and so any, um, uh, similar or interesting experiences, you know, coming back to work with, uh, you know, former, you know, teachers that are now colleagues. It was, it was definitely weird at first. Uh, you know, you're the, you know, people I used to call Mr. Mrs. And now, 
you know, it was still kind of weird for me to try to call him by my first name. There was one guy just retired a couple years ago was my math teacher. And to this day, I still call him Mr. Alexander could never yeah. call him his first name. And so I guess there was that it was, it was nice in a lot of ways to see familiar faces, I guess, but just weird as well. <laughs> you you mentioned, um, you know, when you became the AD, you, you know, you had a long, uh, you know, uh, let, don't want to say apprenticeship, but you, you, had, you were the assistant AD for many years. Um, when you first took that assistant AD role, you know, what were some of the challenges? What were some of the things that, uh, you know, stick out for you as uh, maybe defining experiences in your career as an AD? There's been a lot. I mean, for 15 years, it was um, kind of the first couple of years, it was just covering some junior high events, um, helping out, you know, getting some water for the officials or um, just being there for a junior high volleyball game or junior high football game. Um, you know, over the that span, then it led into, you know, um, Frank Carr, who was a, the last AD I worked with as his assistant, was also a um, assistant football coach. So, you know, Friday nights, he's on the sidelines, and it kind of allowed me to not really run the show, but kind of run the show um, on a Friday night football game to see, like, hey, this is what this is what it really looks like, not just a um, being a part of it, but really being in charge of it in a lot of ways, um, trying to get things going. And so it, it, it was, it was good. Um, but it was still a challenge at first. And I think it's definitely helped me prepare for where to be the athletic director and, and try to make things go smoothly and successful as we can. No, absolutely. It's always different when uh, when you're the person sitting on that other side of the desk now as the AD. For our listeners, our guest today is Troy Ferguson. He's a certified athletic administrator, and he is the director of athletics at National Trail Local Schools, and that's in New Plains, Ohio. We're going to take our first break, but we'll be back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com, and they will show you how to set up and sell tickets at your school online. They'll show you how to scan the attendees that come to your games and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to sell tickets for things like school dances your school plays and concerts, even graduation. You can find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank our friends at Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. Their products not only raise money for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. You've heard me mention that we've got a Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Table in our gym and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. 
That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check out what their fantastic products can do for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Troy Ferguson, Certified Athletic Administrator from Ohio. Troy, you mentioned in the previous segment some of the you know mentors that you've had or worked for, but you know maybe go into a little bit of uh, the backstory, how and why they became uh, you know mentors to you. Yeah, so I mean, I mentioned all three of them. Mick Dittmer was was my high school baseball coach, first athletic director. He kind of wrote me into coaching and and being the the athletic administration side of things. Um, you know, from Mick, I learned a lot of organization. Uh, he was probably the most organized person I've ever met in my life. Um, and I think he is with that. I learned, you know, Hey, if I'm going to do this job successfully, I have got to be organized. And, and he was, like I said, he, <laughs> he was Mr. Organization. Um, and, and, you know, then working with Kevin Alexander, yeah. Um, Kevin was great at, you know, all the behind the scene, all behind the scenes stuff that, that as an athletic director, no one sees and every, you know, the scheduling and the officials and, you know, um, just how do you take care of an official? You know, he was an official, he was a baseball umpire. So he knew from the other side of it, you know, when I come to your school, you know, let's, for us, it was, let's take care of those guys when they come. And, you know, as we all know, there's a shortage of officials out there. So if we can take care of them, maybe they'll want to come back to our place and, um, so from Kevin, a lot of that behind the scenes, um, scheduling, all those things that we do on a daily basis, um, that, that no one really sees and, and hears about unless you mess it up. Um, and then from, uh, from Frank, uh, Frank was a people person and I just, from Frank, uh, learning how to deal with parents and, and an upset student athlete or a teacher that has an issue or whatever it may be, he would just calm, cool, and collected. And, and, you know, just watching him be able to, to handle that, you know, as an assistant AD, I could always just say, Hey, it's, you know, good talk to them. It's their problem. And, and I kind of just didn't have to worry about all those things, but now, you know, when you, when you're in that desk or behind or in that chair behind the desk, they, they're, they come after you and they, I shouldn't say come after you, they come at you and they're, they're angry or they're upset and they've got something they want you to take care of. And learning that from Frank was, I think, really big for me um so I, I that would be the three as far as co-workers and um you know i think my biggest mentor probably be my grandfather um he's no longer with us but you know his love of high school athletics and the and he taught me how a work ethic what that looks like you know and making sure that that we're getting something done and if we say we're going to do it we're going to do it and uh i think that's probably been he's been my biggest mentor um, for everything, not just athletics, but in life in general. So, uh, guys, again, I always love to hear the stories and, uh, appreciate you sharing. And it's great that, you know, you, you've got, you know, at least two of your mentors that you can still reach out to, you know, very neat stuff. Troy, um, again, you're, uh, an experienced athletic director, uh, but we have a lot of younger ADs that listen. And I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that we all take with our state and our national organization. So share a little bit about how did you first find out 
about the Ohio Association. And since you are a CAA, talk about uh, your journey with the NIAAA's uh, certification program. Yeah, so I actually did not know the OIAAA existed for the first probably 10 years of my career. I didn't know, you know, I, I didn't know. I, it wasn't until Kevin came along and, and he and I talked and he's like, hey, you got to go to this, to the conference with me. Um, and he was able to, to talk my principal into letting me go. And that was, gosh, that's probably been seven or eight years ago now. Uh, so every November, I look forward to going to Columbus for our, for our OIAAA conference. And it's, um, you know, three days that, you know, you go and hang out and just, you know, talking with guys and girls about what's going on at their school that, you know, hey, I could do that. Or, you know, that's a really good idea. Or, hey, what do you think about this? And it's just that, that socializing and that idea sharing that is so valuable for all of us, you know, and I think you've said it before on your, on your podcast, it's, we're stealing a lot of stuff. We don't make a lot of this stuff up. And some people might think that, and sometimes you can play it off that way, but uh, in all reality, we're probably taking someone else's idea and, and, and fitting it to our school. And I think that's what that conference allows me to do um, is sit and just for three days, sit and learn and listen to other people about, what's going on. And I think without that conference now, I, you know, you kind of feel like you're in a hole without all those other people you're living in a, in a, in a hole and you don't really have those people to learn, lean, lean on and learn from. And I think that's been the most valuable part of being a part of the OI AAA. This, I think now my seventh or eighth year, a part of that, I make sure every year I'm at the conference just to learn and I think that's the most important part of the most valuable part of it this year. I, you know, I talked about the CAA, um, my, my superintendent and I sat down the year before I became the, the full-time AD and, and, uh, I approached him about, Hey, you know, this CAA would allow me to get some more knowledge. You know, I've been here for 15 years, but I think this could really help me learn more about be, being a better and more efficient AD and, he agreed and he allowed me to use our tuition reimbursement to pay for it. And um, I took the online classes cause that was during COVID. Uh, all, the, all the courses were online at that time. And I sat through those online courses. I was able to take a couple at the OI AAA conferences just, which are much better by the way, than the online courses. Nothing, not that the online courses are bad. It's just, there's a lack of interaction. A lot of that you miss you miss in the online or the in-person sessions that, that you don't get. Um, so that led me to the CAA exam. And um, that was three years ago. Um, and it's really not that difficult. If you're looking, you know, if someone's out there thinking about, Hey, I, maybe I should do this. I highly recommend it. It's, it's worth it. Um, and it, it's really not, you know, Everybody says, oh, yeah, I got to take a test. It's really not that bad. It's it's very informative and and has helped me in my, early, you know, I've been at this a long time, but I'm really not. This is my second year. So it's really helped me in those two years. Yeah, as a uh, longtime member of the certification committee for NIAAA, uh, you know, I, on their behalf, I appreciate that shout out. Uh, uh, the LTI courses are great. 
And I'm going to guess you would agree that while the courses are good, sometimes the conversations that you have just at the tables with the other ADs there during the breakouts or, or, or work sessions, sometimes those are just as valuable as the course itself. 100%. 100%. I, you know, we, I took two courses last week at our OI AAA conference and, you know, getting that, that table talk is, you just, you, there's no other place you can do that. I don't think so. No. And, and again, it, it's just another reason to get involved at the state level as well as at the national level. And, you know, national's coming up here in a couple of weeks uh, in Nashville. Right? Either. I'm looking forward to this to be my first national conference and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that uh, later. Uh, first timer. Very cool. For our listeners, one more time, we're visiting with Troy Ferguson. He's a certified athletic administrator from Ohio. We're going to talk to him some more, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our good friends at Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards or display your Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles and their library of templates that are going to help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to say thanks to On Snap for their support. They're part of the Snap mobile network. Go to onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com. And you can look at their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better and easier. SnapRaise is the fundraising platform, and our coaches have used SnapRaise very successfully, raising thousands of dollars, and you can too. There's even an option to get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. SnapSpend is their secure money management platform. SnapStore allows you to order custom spirit and team gear for your program. SnapConnect is their multilingual family engagement platform. And SnapManage will help you design an entire website for you and your teams. You can find it all at onsnap.com. That's onsnap.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Troy, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at National Trail? Um, maybe it's something with your teams, your coaches, uh, your community that you would consider best practices. Well, I think uh, the first one that comes to my mind is something we started uh, about this time last year. Uh, we you know, and I talked about it in college, we didn't have a student section. And in our high school, we had a student section, but it was kind of uh, not real strong, I guess. Uh, and we worked with a couple of kids because I also teach a class every day. So my class and, and, and I, we kind of collaborated on how do we make our student section better? And they came up with some ideas that were student-led and I think that's been the biggest success is 
we've taken our student section from not very good to better. Not we're not where we want to be yet, um, but you know uh, some of the things the kids said. Well, it's too expensive to get it in, and we used to have a, a student pass that was fifty dollars. So this year we did it. It's ten dollars, um, and with the ten dollars, it buys you a T-shirt, and that pass is good for all home events. So basically, they're paying for their T-shirt. Um, and it's just a kind of a way to get more kids out there coming to games, trying to be involved. Um, and, and I think that's been pretty successful thus far. You know, it's still, like I said, it sells a ways to go. But working with those kids um, on making, making the student section theirs and not a bunch of adults telling them how to do it, I think has been successful. Uh, you know, obviously, basically letting it in for free is, is kind of helps that uh, we're not a we're not a district with a lot of money in, in our in our district. So it's it's one way to try to make that take that hurdle away from them um, where they know, hey, I can just come out. It's 10 bucks for the whole year. I get a shirt and I get every game for free. Our booster club loves it because now when they do have their money, they they get to spend their money on popcorn and drinks or whatever. So uh, it's been it's been a, it's been a success so far. Uh, I think a couple of other things we do are branding. Uh, we've made ourselves pretty active, not just in athletics, but even as a district on social media. Um, you know, this year, you know, I, I see your Gipper thing there on your screen. We, we part, we've used Gipper this year. It's been um, really helpful in making that social media footprint bigger and, and better. Um, it's not just, you know, posting the score of, you know, the Blazers won 63 to 60 or whatever. It comes with that picture, which that's what everyone sees on social media. They want to see the picture. They want to see the graphics. Um, you know, using the Gipper, we also, this year I started a, call it Gratitude Day, uh, which we just sent one out today to all of our, our fans for their support of our student athletes. I think uh, that's been a well, well-received new addition this year with with a gratitude day just a way to say thank you to people that you know, most people don't realize what they do for us and you know like our ticket takers they don't realize how much time they sit and taking tickets you know they see them there but they don't really understand like you know, what they do so making sure that those people are thanked for what they do um that you know makes my job so much easier and and I think all of our jobs without those people behind the scenes that are doing the little things for us um, makes our jobs a lot more difficult if those people aren't there. So it's just a way to say thank you to them as well. So I guess those would be a couple of best practices that, that we've taken on in the last year and a half. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the communication, um, you know, with your, with your stakeholders uh, is just so important uh, for schools. And from a kid's standpoint, um, you know, they're on social media and, you know, if you're not as an athletic director, if your program's not there, you know, you're missing out on a great way to, to connect with the kids. Can you give an example maybe uh, for that uh, tech challenged AD on uh, a way that that has really paid off for you guys? Well, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, the last two ADs I worked, or all the three of the guys I worked with is former ADs. They were all the techs. They were technologically challenged. They, you know, they could turn their computer on and that was about it. Um, 
So I would just say it, it's so much better of a way to reach your kids. Like you said, it's just, they're on their phones all the time anyways. They're on social media. So give them something, give them the information that you are trying to, to put out there. You know, we use it with our student section, the, we call them the, the bleacher creatures, um, you know, that sending that information out, tagging the bleacher creatures on um, Instagram, which I'm still, I, I'm not a big Instagram person. I'm still trying to learn how to use Instagram, but I've done it because I know that's where the kids are. Um, and to be able to reach them with that information is, it's, it's the best way to get a hold of the biggest amount of kids probably that you that you'll find i think and, and honestly i no, i'm not going to sound like a commercial but the gipper platform makes it so easy to do that it's really easy so especially now with the app on your phone i mean it there, there's really it's so easy there's really not a reason not to do it anymore well um i would certainly put myself in that category of uh technologically challenged ADs. But uh, as I frequently say uh, on Gipper, and we don't mind the shout out at all, uh, nor do they. Um, it's so easy. Even I can do it. Uh, you know, the, the, the Gipper platform is great. The, their uh, customer service folks are just outstanding. And I'll go ahead and say, as are all of our sponsors, great customer service. Uh, every single one of our sponsors, you know, I used as a coach or, or as an AD, uh, with the exception of hometown ticketing. Um, and the only reason I didn't use hometown is because I retired just as they were coming into Vogue, but I've talked to tons of ADs that swear by hometown. So uh, Gipper and all our sponsors, they appreciate that. All right. There's an extra commercial shout out for all of our sponsors. Uh, Troy, uh, thanks again for sharing. Uh, we're going to take another quick break and listeners, we're going to be back with more from Troy. Uh, our guest is Troy Ferguson. Uh, he's a certified athletic administrator and he's the athletic director at National Trail Local Schools, and that's in New Plains, Ohio. New Paris, Ohio. Okay, uh, so please stay with us. We'll be right back. Speaking of Gipper, we want to say thanks to Gipper. Uh, go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to Gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Use our code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom branded content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. And over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their athletes perform better. As a football coach, I used huddle for years, but as an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. At huddle.com, you're going to find tools to help every team and every athlete in your school improve. And you'll find that huddle has a professional grade solution for the challenges you and your coaches face. Go to huddle.com and you'll see that we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Troy Ferguson, Certified Athletic Administrator from Ohio. Uh, Troy, one of the newer questions we've been asking our ADs, I actually stole it uh, from Jen Brooks and uh, her webcast uh, uh, for the Global Community of Women. But what's something or maybe a couple things that in your time as an AD, what are some things you've learned from your student athletes, or maybe even from your coaches? Uh, anything stick out for you? I think from my student athletes, you know, I, I said I've been doing this for a long time, but I really only have to be in charge of, of the athletic department for the last year and a half. I've learned that they just want a voice. Um, they want to know, you know, why am I doing this? And I think that's something now that you're seeing in the in a younger generation of they'll do it. They want to know why they're doing it, though. Uh, why is this important? How is this going to make me a better student athlete? How is this going to make me better at basketball? You know, um, they want to know why or how. You know, it's not just in the olden days when I was in school, my coach says, hey, just go do that. Okay, I'm going to do it. And now it's if I tell a kid, hey, I'll, I want you to do it. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing for them because they they want to see the value in what they're doing. Um, and I think that has also made our coaches have to be better. Um, in a lot of ways, they now have to say, okay, is what I'm about to do at practice today, when I put my practice plan together, is it going to be of value to my athletes or am I just doing it because that's – the way I've always done it, or that's the way, you know, when I was in school, that's the way I was taught. And I think it's helped our coaches and it's helped me, you know, understand when I do something or when I make a decision that, yeah, it's in the best interest of our kids and, and of our coaches. But when I make that decision known, those kids understand why I made that decision and how I got to that decision. And I think if I can tell them that, it makes you know, the outcome of that decision, good or bad, I think at least the kids are understanding of, okay, that's how you got to that decision. You made that decision because you thought it was best based on the information. And if I think they're a lot more forgiving, I guess, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but they're a lot more forgiving if things don't work out um, when you, you had a, a reason and a justification. So I, I think, Learning that from our kids um, has helped me. I think it's helped our coaches and it's helped me help our coaches get better at reaching those kids. Um, you know, we said it, they're on their phones a lot and everything is, you know, my attention span is, is shorter and I, I want to know why I'm doing it. And if it's not of a, a value or importance, eh, I'll do it maybe, or maybe I won't, or maybe I'll do it and, do at half speed or and so I think that's been one of the biggest things I've learned in the last year and a half is giving the kids a voice of in why what what's the value in what we're doing yeah and it underscores you know a very important you know fact is that you know kids today they they want to be involved, you know, they want to do well, but they also want and, and maybe even need, you know, that why, you know, that that extra bit of communication. And it stems back to something you already mentioned, you know, communication and building that relationship, 
you know, with them. Um, you know, a hundred years ago when I was in high school, um, you know, we, we didn't have as many options. There, there wasn't that many things to do and, and you know, sports was about it. And so you wanted to be mm -hmm. in sports and you did whatever it took to be in sports. And I, I, I think our coaches did care for us, although they would never say that. Uh, but, uh, um, it, it just never came up, you know, does coach like us? Okay. And, uh, and I think that's the big, like, like you said, the, the relationship part of it. And that's been a stress for me this year with our coaches is, you know, your kids have to know you care about them outside of being an athlete. If they're, you know, you're the first best basketball player on your team or the 10th best basketball player on your team, you have to know each kid, not the same. You're not going to know them all the same, but you've got to get to know them outside of the gym or outside of football practice. And again, when you get to, when you do that, it, it makes the decisions and, and the things that you're doing so much easier and everything stems from those relationships. I, I don't know what you can say that you're going to do better if you don't have a relationship with your kids and your athletes. Just No, absolutely. And it, it always reminds me of that cliche. And it's a cliche because it's so very true. Uh, the kids, they don't care what you, how much you know until they know how much you care. Okay. Uh, great, great lesson. Great reminder. Okay. For our guests, uh, for our listeners, excuse me, our guest is uh, Troy Ferguson, Certified Athletic Administrator, and he is the Director of Athletics at National Trail Local Schools, and that's in New Paris, Ohio. We're going to take another break. I know that's shocking, but we're uh, moving up toward the conclusion. We'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration, but they are so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like uh, mobile accessibility. Uh, they've got reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with things like attendance and communication. And for you as an athletic director, Final Forms can help with eligibility with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talked with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Hey, Jake, I just want to say if, if, if anyone's not using Final Forms, you know, just, oh my goodness, we've been using it now for eight years, I think. And it is, it is fantastic tool to have. Um, it's, it's easy to use for us. You know, we can remind our kids, we don't have to collect paper anymore. It's all digital and, you know, physicals, all that emergency medical stuff. It's right there. You can take it with you on your phone. It's great. You know, and as I look at the rest of your, your sponsors there, uh, hometown is, is, is really good and huddle, you know, this year we went to huddle with the the, um, the cameras. We came at huddle school this year. Uh, at first I was kind of like, man, I don't know if we can afford this, but man, I tell you, the cost is worth it for our coaches. Um, they have been so happy that they don't have to find someone to film their games for them and doing all the stats and everything. And, and it's, it's been a, it's been a, a really good investment for us. And the last one, the athletic surveys this year, um, just did it uh, 
two, three weeks ago now, um, kind of made that leap and it's really good feedback tool um, to get real information from our kids uh, because they know it was going to a, an impartial um, company that they didn't know. They knew I couldn't see the results other than the overall answers. And it, it was a really good tool for us to, to get valuable and I think valid feedback from our kids. Um, so I would highly recommend all of those. Oh, gosh, uh, appreciate that shout out. I know our sponsors do too. Um, you know, we think they do a great job. So uh, thanks a lot for sharing. Um, Troy, one of our longstanding questions uh, for athletic directors um, revolves around this idea of toughness. And, and I kind of alluded to it in the last talking point. Uh, you know, when I was in high school a hundred years ago, uh, our coaches would say things like, come on, Jake, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And we kind of knew what they meant and we went out and did it. Uh, in the many years since then, uh, we have figured out much better ways to communicate to our student athletes. But I still think toughness is an important aspect of sports and of life. So here's my question. How can a coach or an athletic director help a kid to develop toughness while also being aware of and sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing uh, that I never had to go through you know, back when I was in high school. Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, and let's be honest, in the last two years, how much we've all been through that we never really had to before in different ways that we've had to learn that toughness in the last, you know, since COVID, you know. Um, but I think for us as coaches and ADs, I think especially for coaches is, and as ADs stressing it to our coaches, of putting our kids in a situation in practice where, you know, Hey, things are going against us and, and you can do that however you want. You know, it, things aren't going your way in practice. You know, you can simulate that a little bit and say, okay, here's, how are you going to handle it? Um, are you going to let that affect you? And I think more of that mentally side of it, mental toughness of, are you going to let the, that affect the rest of your practice? We've got 35 minutes left in practice. You just had a bad session. Are you going to let that affect the next 35 minutes um, which then snowballs, you know, now you're, now it's affecting your gameplay. Um, so I think part of that can be simulate that in practice. And I think, you know, sports is a way where kids are put in a lot of tough situations. You know, I, I tell our kids all, and our coaches, you know, when someone fails a math test, no one sees it. But man, if you turn the ball over in front of a thousand people on Friday night, everyone's talking about you, you know, and I think kids and coach, our coaches have to understand that, you know, like you said, it's not how it was even when I was in school. I wasn't, you know, it's been longer now than I like to care to admit, but um, kids are, are, we have to show our kids, you know, yeah, like you said, we care for you. We're here for you. Um, and how do we fight through that? You know, and it's going to be different for every kid. Not every kid is the same. But I think um, if we can simulate that in practice, though, uh, and giving them that, yeah, there's not all those eyes watching you in practice. But if you can do it now, you know, the old saying of you're going to retreat back to your training is, you know, if you're training in practice to get there and fight through that adversity, 
and it becomes a little bit easier on on game night when you make a mistake or you know moving on into life you know post-graduation or you know whatever that that adversity in life you're going to face maybe you can revert back and, and think back to okay hey i remember when coach you know talked with me about this or we went through this situation and this is how i dealt with it um i think it's just our coaches have to see and as IDs, we have to make sure our coaches understand that um, that we have to be able to, to give them those tools to fight through it. Um, I think I, I think I kind of got a little off there, but um, just as coaches and ADs, we need to prepare them the best we can and practice, you know, to fight through adversity in games. But then also using those tools that they're use, they're learning. You know, how do you how do you apply that to real life? And I think. It's just, you know, kids don't learn that anywhere else but athletics uh, a lot of times. And I think that's why athletics is so important in a high school setting. No, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, you know, coaches take any sport, you know, everything that they do that coaches provide for kids in practice, there is a toughness component in there. You know, it's, you know, we're going to work on this. And when we master this, we're going to do something more challenging. We're going to get better. You know, if we don't master this right now, we're going to stay with it, or maybe we'll make it a little bit easier, but then we're going to make it tougher. So again, the communication thing that you um, referred to, it's part of that is just explaining to the kids, what do you mean by toughness? You know, physical toughness, emotional toughness, you know, there's a lot of different ways that it shows itself. You know, people will say, well, I don't believe in toughness. I believe in resiliency. Well, hey, you're talking to a track coach here. I know what resilience means. Okay. Yeah. You know, we're talking about toughness, but yeah. uh, that's for us at our school. You know, we have our, our core values and district wide, and one of them is be relentless. Um, and I think that is one of those tools that has helped us as a school. You know, hey, when things aren't going your way, be relentless, keep, keep going um, and not giving up, I think. So, and, but yeah, you definitely have to show them and, and tell them what is toughness, you know, and it's not just, and it's going to be different, you know, it's going to be different on Friday night than it is, you know, at home or, you know, after graduation, you know, those, those difficulties are going to look different, but if you can tell them what it is and what it looks like and, and give them some of those tools, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. No, absolutely. Okay. No, uh, I really appreciate you sharing that. Some really cool ideas. Troy, this has been neat uh, getting to know you and hearing a little bit about your program, but we're not done yet. Uh, We always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, we've already established, you know, you're an experienced AD. You know your way around the world of athletics. We're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Troy Ferguson is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. So please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their support. And uh, you just heard Troy say what a valuable tool it is. Um, If you don't know, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve every aspect of your program. My career was spent 
almost exclusively at private schools. And we use surveys for just about everything, for kids, for coaches, for teachers, and for parents. And the information that came back was almost always positive. And it'll probably be the same for you. But surveys also allow that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little bit. And sometimes they'll share a small issue that you can address and keep it from turning into a big issue because you didn't know about it because you didn't do a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting with Troy Ferguson, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at National Trail Local Schools, and that's in New Paris, Ohio. Uh, Troy, we've already established that you're an experienced AD, but right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go into Troy Ferguson's athletic director toolbox? First one's going to be a big one. It's people. Um, you know, there's so many people. You have to have good people on your side and in and in your corner um, to do so many different things. Um, you also need them as mentors and people that you can, you know, bounce ideas off of. I'm I'm fortunate to still have, you know. Kevin Alexander's still around. He's an AD at another school now. He moved on to a bigger school. And Frank Carr, I've talked about them earlier. You know, they're still around. Frank's still on our football staff. Um, I can send them a text or stop at football practice and say, hey, what did you have to do about that? So just having the people um, that you can rely on in so many different ways is, is I, I mean, it's a godsend to have those people on your side. So that would be my first one is people. Um, my second one, and I know it's good and bad, but man, you got to have a good phone with a lot of battery power um, because you're going to use, I use my phone for everything, the social media part of it, um, you know, emails and texts, but I think it also has a watch because I'm keeping track of what time is it, you know, it, it's all of a sudden it's two o'clock and I feel like it, it's still 11 in the morning. So um, that phone, while can be a negative and a lot of, a lot of ways, you know, that calendar part of it. Um, goodness, I can share my calendar with my wife and, you know, cause she's oftentimes pretty much every night, what's tomorrow, what's tomorrow. So when I can share my calendar with her through my phone, so she knows what's going on the next day or today or uh, three months from now when, you know, we're planning something, it's, it's, it's necessary, necessary evil sometimes, but uh, I think that calendar as well, um, you know, I have a, in my office, I have a, probably a three by three calendar. It's a whiteboard. Highly recommend that <laughs> just so you can see, you know, I do it for the season. So I have my winter schedule up there now, November, December, December, January, February, it's up there. I can see it. It's right in front of my, my face every day. It's facing me. Um, so that would be number two. And, um, I guess for number three, I'll put a real tool as a Swiss army knife um, because you're going to be 
doing, you think you know what you're going to be doing that day, but so often, as we all know, you know, what you set out to do today at eight o'clock this morning, by eight o'clock that night, you realize you may have gotten one or two of the things you had set out to accomplish done, um, but you had to, to be so many different things for so many different people. I think that Swiss Army knife is uh, kind of a portrait of <laughs> what you're out to be doing. Um, and, and, you know, I guess that would be my, my three uh, would, would definitely be the people, um, the calendar more so than the phone, I guess. Um, I, I'm fortunate I have this. I, I'm going to hold this up for you. It's a four-year calendar book. Um, the 380s in front of before me I'll use that thing and I was kind of laughing like I'm just going to put it on the computer because I'm a I'm a big tech guy and, and then I realized you know what that computer doesn't always work or the internet goes out or you're somewhere where there's poor reception on your phone <coughs> having a place I can write those those games all down is uh, a lifesaver sometimes so don't don't take an old paper calendar for granted <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's been a lifesaver for sure. No, those, those are all great tools. And I'm right there with you on the old school planner. Um, you know, my coaches knew this, um, uh, you know, was, you know, foundational principle. Uh, your game might be on our website. You know, it might be somewhere, but if it's not in my notebook, that game doesn't exist. And, yeah. you know, they, they would, uh, I'd be off campus and they would send me a, a picture of my notebook. They're in my office and said, you know, Hey, I see this game. Uh, so very, very cool stuff. So my secretary frequently, if it's not in this, this book, because it goes in the book and then it goes on the calendar on, or on the whiteboard calendar. If it's not in one of those two places, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Troy, again, uh, this has been very cool. Thanks so, so much for spending time with us. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, and listeners, I think you got a good resource here. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Um, probably by email. Uh, my email is tferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, at nationaltrail.us. Troy Ferguson, thanks so much for spending time with us. All the best with your... Uh, um, you know, upcoming, uh, you know, winter seasons and, uh, Hey, we'll see you in a couple weeks at the NADC. For sure. Looking forward to it. For our listeners, remember the zoom recordings of every interview get uploaded to the educational AD podcast, YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the educational AD podcast. We'll see you next time. As always, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Um, we wouldn't do it if you guys weren't listening. Uh, let me know if you'd like to be a guest. Let me know if there's uh, any way we can improve the podcast. And uh, before we go, give a shout out one more time to our partners, We Coach and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, two great organizations that you really need to be a part of. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.